Did you know that right now there's a group of people running the business of their dreams? They are respected leaders in their field, working with clients they love and serving them profitably. Now, are they famous? Depends on who you ask. They're not signing autographs at the grocery store or taking selfies every five minutes. They're not trying to be everywhere on social media. Yet when they show up at trade events and conferences, they are recognized and sought after. They're the ones everyone else looks up to. They're the next generation of thought leaders in their space. So what's their secret? Well, they've become famously influential to the right people, and so can you. Today, we'll dig into the story of one of these leaders and deconstruct how they became micro-famous. You won't just come away inspired, you'll come away with a new strategy and a new way of thinking. So while your competition is scattered, chaotic, and chasing every shiny object, you can move forward with confidence and clarity. I'm your host, Matt Johnson, agency founder and author of Microfamous. And if you're ready to become famously influential to the right people, let's get started. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. I've got a great guest for you today. Mark Savant is here. He's the host of After Hours Entrepreneur, where he helps people turn their side hustle into a full-time income. He's also a fellow video podcast guy and producer, and we work with a lot of the same uh, types of people, same types of experts. So you can reach him on marksavantmedia.com. And uh, we talked really in this episode about the tactics of marketing. So we went into things like the attention span, like do you notice attention spans getting shorter and what to do about it? We talked about what are the latest tactics to launch uh, new podcasts and, and, you know, pitfalls to avoid things like that. And we also talked about solo episodes and naming your podcast, which is one of the hardest things to do. So it's a great in-depth conversation. If you're curious about where podcasting is going and just two people that are immersed in it every day, what we're seeing on the ground, working with coaches, consultants, speakers, and authors, this is an amazing episode to tune into. Uh, you can also check out Mark's podcast. Like I said, the after hours entrepreneurs feature people like Pat Flynn, John Lee Dumas, a lot of names that you'd recognize. It's a great show. I really enjoy being on his show. So make sure to check out my episode where he talked about the nuts and bolts of micro famous. But on this episode, this is Mark and I going deep on the tactics of podcasting. So without further ado, here's Mark Savant. Mark, officially welcome to micro famous. What up, Matt? Glad to be here. And uh, we just got done recording my episode of your show, which everyone should check out. And uh, the links to all that will be in the show notes. We talked about some fun stuff there, but I'm excited to get into just the tactics of, of podcasting, what you're seeing right now. We're both in the same space, work with a lot of the same types of clients. So we're going to go super, super nuts and bolts. And, uh, and let's just start with attention spans and what you're seeing with the length of podcast episodes. Do you have any opinions on podcast episodes getting longer, shorter, or what you're seeing in terms of uh, people's preferences. Yeah. Well, Matt, thanks you so much for having me here. It's been a pleasure. I'm, let me, let me start by saying this, things are always changing, right? So if we're, if we're in the, the idea of creating evergreen content here, things are going to move. They're going to evolve. In my opinion, should always be trying new things. Okay. So my show, the after hours entrepreneur averages about 30 minutes. Sometimes a little longer, sometimes a little shorter, but about 30 minutes. Um, and that's one of the reasons, Matt, that I love podcasting because I think more so than any other medium, it lends itself to better attention spans over a longer period of time. For instance, when I go for my jog every night, or when I drive to work, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna pop on a podcast. I'd much rather do that because it's, it's, it's actually improving my life, right? It's, it's improving my life in a real way. And it's a really powerful way of multitasking right now. And this is why I started the After Hours Entrepreneur because I kept getting asked questions about how can I stay relevant? The world is changing so fast. Mark, how are you showing up on all these social media platforms? How are you doing the podcast? So, oh, I think to answer your question, Matt, I like to try different things. Sometimes I'll do short episodes, five minutes, sometimes 15. But in general, I like the 30 minute. That, for me, that, that's the sweet spot. 
Yeah, that's kind of where we've moved our clients. And I know with my my own show on Microfamous, we've moved towards around 25-minute conversations, trying to keep them under that 30-minute mark, even when you tack on like the intros and my custom intro, like all that stuff. Because, um, yeah, just my personal opinion, when the Apple podcast uh, statistics came out, the one and only useful thing I thought they came out with was the percentage of listen, um, you know, kind of stat. I don't know what your opinion is on that. But basically, I started looking at that going like, hey, when we put out an hour long conversation, people listen to about 40 minutes of it. And when we put out a 40 minute conversation, they listen to about a half an hour of it. So why don't we just give them the half hour that's the actual most valuable part? So I know I started moving people to try to get away from these long meandering Joe Rogan style conversations. Cause I mean, the bottom line is that like, people that like Joe Rogan and those, those cats, they, they already like them and they put out a lot of content. Like I, I'm, I was a huge Adam Carolla fan before I ever started podcasting. And guess what? That guy pumps out like an hour and a half of content a day. I can't keep up with it cause I have no commute. Um, but, uh, it depends so like, on your target market too, yes, right? It does. Like Joe Rogan is, is not, trying to teach you about how to execute on Instagram or how to sell more homes with real estate, right? He's just having, like you said, these long kind of like fun conversations, which you can pop in and out of pretty easily. Yeah. With, with my show, The After Hours Entrepreneur, I want you to be able to sit down for 30 minutes and walk away with five different things you can execute on to turn the needle on your business, yeah. right? It's harder to do that with an hour long show because eventually you, you start getting off topic or start meandering as, as you so eloquently put it. <laughs> That's what happens, right. right? Yeah, exactly. So let's talk about how do you try new things and, and spe like, especially in the agency, um, how are you, how are you deciding which things to experiment with and how do you decide whether, whether it was as, uh, like a successful or a failure, you know, in, in the experiment, how are you managing that process with your team to consistently push yourself to try new stuff and then see if it actually worked or not? Yeah. So first of all, I, I love the question, right? Because first of all, I think one of the key concepts to reaching new people, especially on social media, which is something I'm a huge fan of. I'm, I'm all about social media because it's, it's where people are. It's where eyeballs are. Now, attention spans are different when they're on social media versus on your podcast, but I look at social media as a, almost like a, a, an advertisement. Like you're, it's content marketing. You're, you're delivering a little slice of value so that people are like, I want more. I'm going to go check out Mark on YouTube and check out Mark on uh, his, his podcast, right? Um, but to answer your question, the key principle of social media is trying the new thing. If you're trying the new thing, you will be rewarded. Instagram recently came out with reels. I immediately, when I started going on reels, I started seeing big reach, right? Mm -hmm. um, when TikTok came out, I started playing with that. I, I, occasionally I would have videos that reached 10,000 people. It's, it's about trying new things. Um, I just had a YouTube video that was, I tried a new topic. I started talking about virtual assistants, right? It's reached almost over 90,000 views right now with an over, I think, 35% view, view duration time. So pretty good stats there. But yeah, I think good. above all, it's trying the new thing. Hmm. Love it. Cool. And uh, let's talk a little bit about launching podcasts. Anything that you are seeing, any opinions that you have about how things have changed over the last few years and, and how you launch a podcast and how to make a launch successful? Yeah. So I have actually, again, on my YouTube channel, Mark Svant Media, I've, I launched a, a whole episode about how I was able to rank my after hour after hours entrepreneur show in the top 100 on iTunes in the U S for entrepreneurship, which I was, I was pretty excited about. I got a whole strategy guide there. Um, but you know, listen, you know, this as well as I do, there's a lot that goes into podcasting, right? It's not just like a five minute quick take, but let me give you something that I think is uh, super practical and that not a lot of people execute on when, when most people are launching their podcast, right? They're launching with 
you know, maybe like a couple episodes up front. I really believe that you want to front load your episodes with 10 in the first week. I'm, I'm pretty hyper aggressive, but at least it, at minimum five episodes in your first week. And the reason for that, Matt, is because every time someone hits that subscribe button, they hit that uh, follow button, it's not going to count as one download. It's going to count as five to 10, right? So you're getting more bang for your buck. Plus, if someone listens and they really like it, you want to give them more content, right? Uh, what a lot of people do is they say, hey, I recorded my first Anchor episode. Here's an, an ad on the pre-roll. And, you know, they, they just go every other week or every week. I think you really want to front load it, A. And B, uh, something that I, I'm a big proponent of is when you're first launching your podcast, I think you should be sending all of your traffic to iTunes, period. That, yeah, that's my too. opinion. You know, send them all to iTunes. Really encourage the review system. Leave a five-star review because what can happen if, if you're good and you've got a good coach like, like Matt or myself, you can really get it going. You can show up on new and noteworthy. Uh, you can land on some top rated charts and it's a really powerful way of delivering uh, that curiosity and that excitement. Yeah. Yeah. I remember a, a few years ago, one of the most effective things one of my clients did for, uh, for his podcast launch was he has, he has a VA who's based in the, in the Dominican Republic who had access to his PC through like go go to go to be go to PC, so he's literally had access to a laptop that was sitting on my client's desk in Omaha, Nebraska. So got got around a lot of the Facebook you know um, security issues with using virtual assistants. So he basically uh, I gave him the message, he tweaked it a little bit, and he told his virtual assistant reach out to all of my five thousand friends about yep. you know no more than 500 a day and he just sent that message to every single one of his facebook friends and yeah put him in the top 10 in um was it uh, was it management at the marketing management at the time because uh, this was a few years ago but yeah it was like right behind tony robbins podcast or something like that but it, that I, I swear to god that was the main thing like we did normal like the email and the social media push but it was that part and that is the one thing that i that i think clients leave off the most when they work with someone like us is they go, oh, they've got it. Like, well, that's true. We've got our part. But one of the most effective things you can do is reach out to your own network in your own words and get like get the people that know, like, and trust you already, get them involved. And like you said, send all the traffic to iTunes, 100% agree, get them rating and reviewing it and downloading as many episodes as you can get, 100% agree. Uh, and I think a lot, of, a lot of people when it comes to launching, they they overlook that simple practical thing whether you use a va or not you know i tell people look if you don't have one just figure out who your top 50 people are you kind of should know that already who your strategic referral partners are reach out to them uh and even if you just send them a quick voice message when the podcast launches to get them to share it is is huge um one of the things i, wanna, that was I just want to add on mm -hmm. i want to add on to that just just a little bit because one of the things that can actually turn off people because i Again, 100% agree, DMing people, super, super powerful. But one of the things that can be a turnoff is a whole wall of text and a link. Most people yes. just aren't gonna read that. So you kind of gotta soak them in, butter them up. I tend to say like, hey, been a long time, can I ask you for a quick favor? And most people say yes, and then yeah. it's a good way to get a better return. Yeah, that's true. I had um, one of the things we did with that particular client with his VA is we told them to break it up. Like, don't don't send one block text. Right. You break it up into two or three chunks. Yeah. So, but that, I like the idea of like asking a question first. I, I did that with because um, I did something similar with the book promotion. 
uh, I messaged all the people that were my strategic partners and I recorded a voice message that sounded like it was personal for them. I sent the voice message to myself and then I was able to forward it to everyone that I thought should get that message. And it looks like an authentic voice message that's just for them. Well, that's something a VA could do through my Facebook account. I yep. didn't realize that until afterwards. But anyway, point being, that was exactly what the script was, was, hey, you know, can you do me a quick favor? But it sounded like, an, like a voice message that was just for them. So there's all kinds of little tricks like that, but I think people overlook just how much you can get done by reaching out to people through DMs. Um, is there anything else that you're seeing, any, any uh, anything coming down the pipeline on the horizon of podcasting that's really catching your attention that you think you might want to experiment with next? Well, for me, the biggest thing, and I'm not just experimenting with it, I'm, I'm a practitioner and it's absolutely exploding my reach and I'm just meeting these new people all the time. I've had John Lee Dumas on my show, Pat Flynn. I've got some other people lined up, but no another rule of podcasting, you never announce a guest before you've actually recorded. Don't do it. Don't, <laughs> don't jinx yourself. I, I've been there. You never announce <laughs> until you've actually. That's right. Richard Branson's coming on the podcast and then and now it just never happens. Yeah, it, it won't happen. Yeah. So for me, the biggest thing right now is video podcasting because mm -hmm. of, a, of a few reasons. A, you're seeing uh, Joe Rogan video podcast now on Spotify, mm -hmm. iTunes uh, video podcasting, YouTube video podcasting on the second largest search engine on the internet. So yeah, I think video podcasting is the big thing. And the other really big thing, and I know that we're both big fans of this is you don't probably have the time to hire uh, or to, to execute all the video editing and the posting. That's why it's great to have companies like Microfamous or a virtual assistant, someone that can help you with that process because what you can do with a 30 minute interview is absolutely massive. You can take a 30 minute interview. And what, what me and my team do is we say, okay, we're gonna take a 30 minute video interview. We're gonna create dozens of pieces of valuable content. We're gonna post it on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, we're on TikTok, we're on YouTube, we're, we're all over the place. And as a business owner, you could take 30 minutes of networking with someone else and you could turn that into massive reach, awareness and authority for your business. Super, super powerful. Yeah, are you, uh, are you having clients mix in solo episodes or episodes like where they are the spotlight or like where one of their team members interviews them or something like that in, instead of just interviews? Yeah, uh, I mean, a hundred percent. You should be mixing it up, hundred yeah. percent. I, I'm, a, I, I really enjoy the Smart Passive Income podcast with Pat Flynn. He's great, but quite frankly, I don't really listen to a lot of his interviews. I listen to his solo one-on-one -on -one because there's something mm -hmm. really interesting that happens with podcasting. Is you create this very intimate, personal relationship with the listener, right? And so when you can do these one-on-one -on -one conversations directly with your consumer, it, it is. It, in my opinion, incredibly, incredibly powerful. You just got to beware of the meandering because one of the things that could really happen, uh, which I might be doing right now, uh, is <laughs> going on and on and on and, and you don't actually get anywhere. So I think it's important that you don't maybe have a, a full script listed out, but you have an outline of key points, key yeah. point, quick, quick take, key point, quick take. Um, and so if you were getting into that, I would say probably start with a short, maybe five points in 10 minutes you know, cause you're not gonna be able to probably hold someone's interest for 30, 40, 50 minutes on a one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah, I a hundred percent agree. Um, I cap out my own solo episodes at around 15 minutes. Uh, if I get on a roll or something, maybe I'll let it go for longer, but I, I would never expect a client, 
uh, to go any longer than 10 to 15 minutes. Uh, the good thing about like the clients that we work with is like you give them a TEDx stage or, or you know, a room full of people to speak to and they're like, oh, I'm there. Like they're the first ones there. Um, they, they generally don't have a problem sitting down and, and turning the microphone on and hitting record and just kind of going. Um, you know, like a lot of my clients uh, have, you know, they've written books or they're writing books and they have a ton of content to pull from. They have, they have their point of view and their belief system really well mapped out and they, they really know their material. And so that's one of the changes that I've been trying to make over the last year or two is I started to see that more from, you know, like you started to see Lewis Howes uh, do more solo episodes. You started to see t um, Tim Ferriss. Uh, do more solo episodes, more Q and A, because the audience wanted to hear from him. Like yeah. that's part of why they show up. It's not just the guests. And so I was standing look back, looking at that, going, "Hmm, that's really, that's really interesting." And um, and most of my clients are right. What's that? Record, record the video. Record oh, yeah, the video course. because now you've got a YouTube video, you've got a mm. Facebook video, you got a LinkedIn video, and you, you, I, I'm look. I think as, as entrepreneurs, as after hours entrepreneurs, time is very valuable. You know, I've got a. a a four-year-old and a one-year-old got a journal health. I got a, a main hustle. I got a side hustle. You got all this stuff going on. Make the most of your time. You know, if you're going to yeah. sit down and record for 20 minutes, get the video for Pete's sakes. If I, if I could shake this, I would <laughs> get the video and you might be uncomfortable with it, but if there's one thing that you need to do right now, it's get comfortable with discomfort because the world is going to mm -hmm. bring you discomfort. I hundred percent promise you get comfortable with it. Yeah. Love it. All right. And final question for you, before I get to that, what's the best way for people to number one, connect and know if they're a good ideal client for your service and then grab the podcast. So those two things. Yeah. Thanks so much. I, and again, I just really want to appreciate you for bringing me on here. And I just love having these conversations, podcasting, like I love talking about. Uh, I, you can find me all over the web, Mark Savant Media, Mark Savant Media, Mark Savant Media.com, Mark Savant Media on Facebook, Instagram. Mark Spot Media, you can find me. Uh, the iTunes top rated podcast is The After Hours Entrepreneur. And listen, if you're trying to turn your side hustle into a way to make money, The After Hours Entrepreneur is for you. And, uh, you know, that's, that's why I'm here. I just want to help people grow their audience, grow their attention, grow their authority. And that is what we do over here at Mark Spot Media. And, and real quick, the, the name of the show, After Hours Entrepreneur, where did that come from? Oh my gosh, man. Is you, is anyone else out there can empathize with coming up with a name for your show is so hard. There's so many <laughs> checkboxes. It needs to be short. It needs to be memorable. You want to incorporate at least one to two keywords. Very difficult. So I agonized over this for probably two months. It actually delayed the launch of my podcast for a couple of months because I was just trying to find, just trying to find that name. Um, and sitting in my computer room hours and hours on end. And it actually came to me. I was sitting with my wife on a in the car. We were driving, I think to the zoo, taking my kids to the zoo. We're driving in the car and I just tried, started explaining to her what the show is about and what it's going to be. And then all of a sudden it just hit me. It's for after hours entrepreneurs, right? It's for the gotcha. people that are, that are putting in that after hours time. They realize that their life is not on, not on the right track. The after hours entrepreneur gives you the tips, tools, and tactics from people that are executing so you can actually get on the right track. And so for anyone else out there that's stuck, you're in a funk, you don't know what to do, try something different. Take a different route to work. Maybe if you're always biking, take, you know, start jogging for once, you know, mm -hmm. try something different, switch up your routine and you'd be amazed what can happen. Yeah, agreed. And uh, if you're listening to this and you're in my audience and, um, and you have a, 
primary business that you run that kind of is the goose that lays the golden egg. It takes care of all of your expenses and your lifestyle and stuff like that. And then you coach and consult on top of that. Like that really applies to you because that is your side hustle. You know, so this is not about like you working a job and then trying to be an entrepreneur after that necessarily. Although I'm sure there's a lot of people in your audience that are that way. But yeah, I mean, I I consider a lot of my clients, they consider their coaching and consulting their side hustle, you know, and because in relation to their main business, it it takes second priority. Um, And I think that's where a lot of us are at. All right. And that question and the answer to it was better than the question that I had in mind. So we're going to stop there because that was way better. So Mark, I really appreciate you being here. This has been an awesome conversation. Been a pleasure, Matt. Thanks for listening to the Micro Famous Podcast. If you're ready to become famously influential to the right people, connect with us at getmicrofamous.com. It's the best way to take the next step to implementing the Micro Famous strategy in your business so you can attract an audience, build influence, and become the Micro Famous leader you're meant to be. And we'll see you on the next episode.